Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. On this episode of Bantam Milk Podcast, the robots are taking over. Does not compute. Hey, welcome back. We're here. I am here with the one and only host of the Bantam Oak podcast, Rob Spear. And that is uh, me. According to Bard, as I just asked Bard, who are the hosts, plural, of Bantam Oak podcast? Okay. And Bard responded, the host, singular, the host. of Bantam Oak podcast is Rob Spear. Nice. So I am here with hosts of Bantam Oak podcast, Rob, and I'm Nick. You're Nick. You're uh, the other guy. Who, you know, you, you're my sidekick. You yeah, help out every once I'm, in I'm a while. And that plucky comic relief. You are. That is you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we're back for another post Ahsoka episode of Bantha Milk Podcast. How are yeah, you? Yeah, buddy. I'm good. I am very good. We just had um, some uh, schooling on how to properly use ChatGPT. So we decided to turn this whole episode into an entire episode from ChatGPT. Yeah. This is this is what it looks like when when people do the work. Yes. They, they decide we're going to really put in a lot of work for this episode. Um, and so we're going to have some conversations with AI today. That's right. Um, yeah, we've got Bard on the line. Uh, we were also able to secure uh, Chat GP three PO. Chat GP three PO. Yeah, that's who, who I'm is, using. Who's hanging out with us today? Uh, hope you two are doing well. Uh, they're a little quiet, so we're going to have to you know fill in the blanks for right. you. Um, but you know, we're, we've got some some news, but we we've got some silliness uh, yep. on the way as well. We're going to ask them questions, burning questions in the Star Wars fans' minds. Very burning. Questions. Uh, and we want to know. I mean, considering AI is just an an amalgam of the essentially what is out there, right? This yeah. should theoretically give us definitive answers as to All big of, burning yes. questions. Big burning questions. So big burning questions did, would be a good band name. That is a good band name. What is uh? What did you write over there? Did you ask what who who was who was Bantha Milk or anything like I that? I just asked well, who are the hosts of Bantha Milk podcast. And okay. so the host is Ron, you. You okay? Are the only well, host. I asked. Um, tell me a bi- write a bio page about Bantha Milk podcast, and this is what ChatGPT says, welcome to the galaxy far, far away where a group of passionate Star Wars enthusiasts come together to discuss everything that makes this legendary saga so epic. Bantha Milk Podcast is your ticket to exploring the rich lore, unforgettable characters, and timeless themes of the Star Wars universe. Join us on this intergalactic journey as we dissect the movies, TV shows, books, and more, offering our unique perspective and deep love for the franchise. And then it says, meet the host, host one, host two, host three. So at least yours lists different hosts. Yeah. They don't have names and there's one extra. There's an extra one just in case. See, now I, I decided yours was a little wordy and I said, write a three sentence bio about the Mantha Milk podcast. Okay. And here we go again with grab your favorite interstellar beverage and join 
Rob Spear. Yes. As he delves into the vast and ever expanding <laughs> universe of Star Wars. <laughs> From the latest news and rumors to in depth discussions of your favorite characters and storylines, Bantha Milk Podcast is your one stop shop for all things Star Wars. Whether you're a seasoned Jedi Master or a Padawan just starting your journey, Rob's passion for the galaxy My far, passion. far away will have you laughing, <laughs> learning, and loving Star Wars all over again. That is true. It's all about me. It is, I think it's right. because uh, I created the website. So yeah, my name is there. Couple times, yeah. You just need to like go onto the website, and every like I don't know hundredth word or so, just drop my name. Drop Nick, Nick in there. Yeah, throw Nick. a Nick in there every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. you got to throw a Nick in there every once in a while. Hey, you haven't, you know, you should ask your ask ChatGPT about your drink that you're about to. Oh yes, crack open. Uh, ChatGPT, tell me, tell me about the beer Star Jockey. All right, and so. Since, you know, this is, of course, Bantha Milk Podcast, we have to have some Bantha Milk with our drink. Indeed. Nick has. I've got The a, ice cube is gone, is it not? Yeah, it, it actually started disappearing well before the, the liquid I poured uh, in there, so I decided to just pour some whiskey in. Okay. Um, but I've got Do you some, want another ice cube? I no, can get I'm you good. more. This okay. is just plenty. But uh, th- I got some Crown Royal blended Canadian whiskey. It's, it's not anywhere near close to my favorite, but it's here. Crown Royal is my friend Rick's favorite... Yeah, uh, drink. Yeah, it's fine in a pinch. But it's, yeah, but, but it's not. It's, it's better not. than like a Jim Beam to me or something sure. like that. But all right, I'm drinking the Star Jockey uh, Galactic Hop Hazy IPA from Yards Brewing Company in Philadelphia. Let's hear that pop. Ooh, oh, that was a good one. All right, let's see what ChatGPT has to say about this. I'm sorry, but I don't have any information about a beer called Star Jockey in my wow, database. Wow, you gotta update your stuff, bro. I know, come Meanwhile, on, Meanwhile, when GPT. I ask Bard over here about Crown Royal, uh, says the smooth and mellow taste of Crown Royal is like the calming presence of Obi-Wan Kenobi in the midst <laughs> of battle. That is awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, I had to prod them to, right, to make tell, Star Wars. To compare it to Star you know, Wars. You know, good for you, Bard. Yeah, Bard. So, so far for me, Bard's winning this Bard con- is this winning. Let me see if, if they know Although, anything about I don't know, Bard did, Bard didn't know my name. Brewing. It's not nice. Yeah, tell me about it. You, uh, yeah, Yards Brewing, which is who makes the beer uh, that I'm drinking. Yards Brewing Company is a well-known craft brewery based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Founded in 1994 by Tom Kehoe. K-E-H-O-E. Kehoe. Kehoe. Tom Kehoe. Yards Brewing has become a prominent player in the craft beer industry. Known for producing a wide range of high-quality and diverse beer styles, here are some key points to Yards Brewing. Oh, boy, they have lots of key points about it. Very nice. That's a so, that is, that is some keynotes. How does it taste? Uh, oh, it's the one I had uh, okay. last time. Oh, so you like it. So clearly. it's a hazy. Well, I mean, I bought a six-pack. And so you're still I drinking it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you might not like it that much. Uh, meanwhile, because it is our Bantha milk, right? It we, is Bantha we milk. We need to know how to procure Bantha milk. So Bard is telling us how... One milks a bantha. Okay, how does one right? milk a bantha? So, um, banthas are large, hairy creatures that resemble bison. Uh, they're said to be gentle and docile, but are also very strong and powerful. This means that milking a bantha would likely require a team of people, one to hold the bantha still, one to milk it, and one to protect the milker from being kicked. Oh. Uh, the bantha's udder would likely be located between its hind legs, similar to that of a cow or a goat. Mm-hmm. The milker would use a special tool to milk the bantha, as its teats would likely be very small and difficult to grasp by hand. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so yeah, in case you ever wanted to milk a bantha yourself, now you know. Okay, well, tiny teeth. Chat GPT <laughs> says something different. Banthas are fictional creatures from Star Wars universe, and there is no real world equivalent to them. 
They are large, shaggy mammals used by the Tuscan Raiders, also known as the Sand People, on the desert planet of Tatooine for transportation and as pack animals. In the Star Wars universe, there is no canological? Canological? C A N O N I C A. Canonological? Canonical. 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 Yeah, canonical. canonical. That's the word. ChatGPT uses some big words. Good for it has a it ha, that's all ChatGPT really has is yeah, words. I'm going to have to tell it to talk to me like I'm a third grader. <laughs> ChatGPT, can you say that again? Say that again. And, and type slower and smaller. <laughs> use use bigger font and slower so that I can read it. I don't uh, have my readers today. I don't have my readers. <laughs> about how one would milk a bantha because the concept of milking a creature like a bantha is not explored in detail in the films or official extended universe content. However, it's worth noting that a milking of a process typically associated with mammals that produce milk such as cows, goats, and others, and it's used to obtain milk for consumption or other products like cheese. Since banthas are not real animals and there's no established lore on how to milk them, the process of milking a bantha remains a fictional an unexplored aspect of the Star Wars universe. If you encounter references to bantha milk in Star Wars, it's usually served as a beverage rather than discussed in terms of how it's obtained from the banthas. See, now <laughs> I'm going to have to give this one to Bard again because yeah. Bard is thinking outside the box. ChatGPT says, I am limited because this is fictional. It's fake. And it therefore, exist. I will not tell you. Right. Meanwhile, Bard says that this doesn't exist. But let's speculate on it. They let's probably speculate. have tiny teats. Yes. Like, I mean, I don't know where they got that from, but just that thought just alone. Just that thought alone. Is the like, fact that they said maybe they have tiny maybe, teats. Maybe they do. They're big animals. Big what, animals so must like, have tiny teats. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this Bard wins again to me. But so that's far, okay. Yeah, so far Bard is beating ChatGPT. You're losing to Bard. Come on, ChatGPT. Come on, step it up. Chat, You've got the name up. recognition. I know. You're Everybody, the one that the news is, is calling evil and stuff. That's right. Oh, <laughs> did you hear about the kid? In uh, in North Jersey, just like last week, who decided to use AI to make nude pictures of his classmates? To make nude pictures of his classmates? Yeah, like like not ChatGPT, but the, you can turn the AI. There's other programs that have AI drawings. Right. Speaking of that, have you seen the uh, Star Wars video, which is all AI generated? No. Okay, I'll have to try and find that when we go to a commercial break. Um, Jason... Petros from Ears Up. Let's talk about hey, all the other shows. Ears real Up fast. in Depth. Uh, uh, Jason Petros. Jason, uh, ears Up. Ears Up in Depth. Dread the Vault. Scraping the, the Vault. vault. Scraping the Vault. Scraping the Vault was very funny this last episode. You have to. Were you um, on uh, something recently? I was on PunyPod. PunyPod. I saw you do I was some just stuff. on PunyPod, yes. Um, but uh, Scraping the Vault. So I'll get back to PunyPod because that was a fun episode. Scraping the Vault did their uh, holiday, their. I was going to say Easter. Then I was going to say Christmas. I'll try one more time. Halloween special. Sure. And in their Halloween special, they had a bunch of commercials. Um, some were by uh, different characters such as... Oh, I did it on my Mac. Never mind. Um, Lightning McQueen had three commercials, and each time Lightning McQueen sounded drastically different. One time he sounded like me, ka-chow. Okay. Uh, another time sure. he sounded like Jason. A third time he sounded like um, Ryan from PunyPod. Um, so, yeah, they asked all the other uh, people on the Ears Up Network if they would do some commercials for them, some okay. funny commercials. So it was fun. Nice. It was very, very fun episode. Uh, if you're listening to us, you probably already listened to them or not, but go check them out if you don't. So check out, that wasn't Scraping the Vault. That was the Supreme Resort. So check out the Supreme Resort. 
Scraping the Vault just came back finally after like two months off. They did uh, Brother Bear 2. Oh. Because it's, you know, the first one was released in movies, but the second one was straight to DVD. So now that you have some young, a younger child, <coughs> you got to start watching all these direct to DVD yeah. movies with her and so. and she will love it and you will hate them she won't though because anytime i put anything on that's not moana she just walks away she just walks away but she doesn't and, like and it. it but like it's it's not even like it'd be one thing it was like oh she's sitting around oh it's moana she's watching but like she'll sit for 45 minutes and not move and just watch it <laughs> and it's just moana. watch it and if she knows the the very first sound in moana like when the the disney thing comes on is it's like, Dule! It's like, okay. like and as soon as she hears that she goes and she walks over and she just plops herself down it's incredible. That's really funny. So I just sent it to you on the on I, the. I got my, the patine. Yeah, but I'm also going to try and find it on on YouTube as well. On the YouTube's. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, and then I was just on Puny Pod because we were talking about, um, what's the one with Chris Pratt? Galaxy, uh, Galaxy, Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy. Of Galaxy. Yes, Galaxy talking Quest. about Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy Quest is one we should talk about on this show. Oh, Galaxy Quest. We did Spaceballs. That was, we should do yeah, a rundown of Galaxy Quest. Yeah. So in February is yet another uh, <laughs> Star Wars podcast day. Oh, um, how many of them are there? Every year. They have one every year. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Same day probably. Same too. day. Yeah, I think it's like February 7th <laughs> every year. It's the strangest thing ever. Weird how that works. Uh, yeah. Um, we should do our whole show on Galaxy Quest for the Star Wars podcast day. I can think of no um, better, better option there. AI Star Wars. Let's see. Um, but anyway, the um, yeah. So so the kid um took pic. They can do pictures and videos and stuff like that. So he did pictures. He got I guess pictures of the girls' faces, or whatever, and then had AI make bodies of them, and then they were like texting them around school and stuff. That is horrifying. It's very horrifying. And and so I was talking to the guy who did our AI presentation and he said, "Well, they could have done it with Photoshop before this." Yeah, now nah, I go, "Yeah, a- or they could have, you know, even cut their pictures out and pasted them onto magazines, magazines stuff, which before before Photoshop." Before then, yeah. yeah. Um but the thing that scares me the most about this, I guess Photoshop would have been the same way. But like AI is so good now. Like he was showing us a video for translating. Did you? Did you? Were you in the AI session at all today? Yesterday? No, no. Okay. So if you record yourself saying something, and then you want to send it home to the parents, and your parents at home speak different languages, you can just hit this translate button, and it'll use your voice speaking in Portuguese. And it will even adjust change your mouth, even change your mouth. That's insanity to go along what is with that? it. I, f- uh, I forget what, what it was called. We don't need to figure it out on the air, but at some yeah, point, send but, that to me. Yeah. I'm interested. Um, but it was amazing. It was unbelievable. And he's like, here, this is, this is the same thing in, in Portuguese. And then here, this is the same thing in Turkish. And the words, I mean, I don't know if they were good translations or not, yeah, right. but looking at it, it didn't look it looked like a dude. It looked like yeah. Speaking, it looked like yeah. saying the right things. Wow. So it's pretty amazing. So, um, yeah. So check out all those other podcasts because I all the people in the ears up in the ears up a sphere in the ears up uh, cinematic universe um, because we we're, you know we have fun over there and uh, I had fun on the Puny Pod episode. I really like Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you? I'm sure you're you're a Marvel fan. So you've yeah, seen but I I actually I was just talking to some people that I haven't. I've been so unplugged on Marvel. The last thing I saw for Marvel was uh, Doctor Strange 2. Okay. And Spider-Man. I haven't seen any of the new Loki, which I hear is good. It's good. Um, 
I haven't seen essentially any of the new TV shows aside from season one of Loki. I haven't seen Moon Knight. I saw Cap- uh, Captain or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, but I didn't see the new Thor, Love and Thunder. It, that was like a rebound for Thor because yeah. I felt like Thor movies started to get really weird. Yeah. And then Love and Thunder like brought it back to. Yeah. I've heard that one was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any of the, the, I didn't see the third Guardians movie. I love the third. I heard uh, it was very, very sad. It was very sad. Like, I don't like to be sad. I like happy. Scenes. It was, it was a very good um, rocket origin story. That's what I heard. He yeah. was like a big part yeah. of it. Yeah, it was really good. So, like, the I love the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I've watched it probably a dozen times. Yeah. It's um, one of the better of, yeah. of the whatever phase one or whatever they well, call yeah, it. Yeah, I think they were, this was in starting off phase two. It was like the fourth one of phase two. They were saying on on the podcast they they would know more since they're. A I guess for podcast. for the uh, just the uh, Infinity timeline. Yeah, I would say yeah. the, the Infinity Saga. Right. right? Yeah. I, yeah. I would call it one of the better of the Infinity. Yeah. Saga. Oh, 100 percent. And uh, so I really loved the first one. The second one, I liked. It was okay. It, it wasn't was okay. As good. And that was I, the one with the dad, right? It was the one with the dad, and where they like split the the band up, basically. Right. Like half of them are going this way, half of them are going that way. And I get and why was, they he was did like it. A god or something. Yeah, he yeah. found out that the reason he was able to hold on to the stone was mm-hmm. because he's half god. Um, and I understood why they did what they did because you can't just have everybody together. They had they had to have a different type of uh, controversy there or whatever. So, um, but it wasn't it wasn't a good one. But the third one was amazing yeah. even though it was sad and like that's what made it so good was you found out why rocket feels the way he does right. all the time sure um and uh so it was it was really really good so i highly even though it's sad i highly recommend it because it does have a better ending to it uh it's not a sad sure, ending but it, yeah but it is it's an emotional it, roller coaster yeah it is very emotional roller coaster so that um that's that so yeah so i was on all those um and then whatever so check them all out and what else we talked about the beer and now let's do we i have some news do you have some news for us i know you don't you never i never have news look up news i don't i don't do well let's see what bard says about news i now i asked bard to do like fake news and i was like no i don't do that i I can't ethically make fake news i can't make fake news like that's other uh, much more politically yeah. uh <laughs> yeah, you, there's there's fake news out there about so many important things when i say hey make a fake news right. star wars article like no i can't do that the, the bard won't do it but you know other people have no problem nope. saying whatever they want to whether it's real or fake star wars news. all right so i have a couple of things here that i uh got today uh 12 best <laughs> Star Wars action figures for 2023. Okay. Um, Is it like the Black Series ones? It's all the Black Series ones. They're they're cool. Um, but I guess these are like new ones that are out. So they have Starkiller and Troopers figures. There's like three of them in this giant box. Is number 12. Number 11 is... Mara Jade action figure, mm. which I would love. We didn't see Mara Jade in. I would love to actually see Mara Jade and see because in the one one of the books was it one of the Thrawn books? It was, she was in three of the Thrawn. The, she was in all the Thrawn books, right? She was um, main character. That was where she was introduced. She was introduced in there, mm-hmm. and that's when were they on? They're on that planet, the planet with all the all the witches and everything, all the um. Well, what are the the so Night were, Sisters? All the Night Sisters? Oh, that might not have been. 
the Thrawn books. There might have been another one. Okay. Because the Thrawn books, they were on the 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 planet that had like there were these creatures uh, that like nullified the Force and stuff. Oh like right, that. yes, and her and she, that's the one where she was constantly wanting to, to kill, kill Luke, Luke until yeah. she killed the clone at the end. Right, yes, that that was a good one. Um, but then there's a different book that I read where they were on one of the planets that had a whole bunch of night sisters. There's big night. She, she was a night sister, right? Or something. Or she's, she's force sensitive. She is. Yeah. She is yeah. Force sensitive. Yeah. Um, she was the emperor's hand or whatever. His right. Like, secret assassin. Yes. Um, so there was another one where Luke was like hooking up with her a little bit, but um, it was good too as well. I'm sure there are many. She, they had married at some point. Yeah. So I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, after the Timothy Zahn thing, uh, she was included in a whole bunch of stuff. And then um, uh, your boy Cal Kestis, number ten, with his little little droid. Did you see the little droids? Um, what's it? What's BD-8. the name? Yeah. What is it? BD eight. BD eight. Yeah. Did you see the little B? Oh, this says BD one. BD one. That's right. Yeah. BD one. Did you see the little BD ones walking around um, Disneyland? Yes, I did see that. They were really cool looking. I can't. I can't wait for them to actually. I'm still so bummed. I have not gotten to play that new game, man. Um, these days, Christmas is coming up. Maybe Santa will bring it for you. Yeah, we'll see. Tell uh, tell your daughter that she gets no Christmas presents. Well, I've been telling Evangeline that I want a PS5 as long as I've known her. Mm-hmm. And she has not once even, like, mentioned the fact that, like, it would benefit me. I know. Like, she, it's all Bluey me and, and Moana that and uh-huh. feed me and clothe me. And look me. at me. I can walk now. Yeah, and I'm saying Dada. I'm saying Dada. Cute? How cute am I? You don't have time. I don't have time. If you get a PlayStation, then you won't be paying attention to me and blah, exactly. blah, blah. It's all about me. There, I'll be able to completely tone her, zone her out. It'll uh-huh. be great. I, saw, I saw a picture on Instagram. I was like, uh, Dad is so excited that he gets a 72-inch TV to watch football, and then he has a kid. And you see the dad laying on the sofa watching football on his phone. While the kids watching Bluey yep. on the seventy two inch. It's funny TV. you say that because I was leaving the house today and we have to like open our windows in our living room now because she'll get at the the blinds, so we have to like lift the blinds up. And as I'm pulling away on the bike, I look back and I just see like our big TV hanging on the wall with Bluey, just on, <laughs> just on just this big TV. It's like it's ridiculous. You're like, oh goodness mm-hmm. gracious. This is where that t- where that uh, house in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, Black Series Forced Ghost Three Pack. This is a neat one. Wait, it there's, has there's Forced Ghost, Forced uh, Ghosts like like action figures, action figures. So there's so there's uh, like, Anakin like a blue hue to them. Yeah, it looks like they have a blue, maybe like a rubber jacket over top of them. Oh, I see. So that they like it's like a bluish see through jacket type thing. It's pretty neat. It's bluish see through jacket would be a good band name too. That is that's my band as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Yoda's sitting on like a fence or something like that. Um, so that's a neat one. Uh, Ahsoka Tano, Professor Huang. Huyang. Huyang. He looks pretty cool. Um, and then Vintage Collection, Obi-Wan Kenobi 2-pack, Obi-Wan fighting Darth Vader. Pretty neat. And then uh, number five is Darth Revan. Grand Animal Thrawn at number four. Number three, the ghost, the whole ship. Number two, Darth Vader, sixth scale figure by Hot Toys. So sixth scale, easy for you to say. I was like, oh my gosh. These of Darth things, Vader? Of Darth Vader. Well, he's like seven feet tall. Yeah, so, so it's got to be like, be a, like foot a foot and a half, half or something. Yeah, like or something like that. And then number one is a sixth scale figure of Luke Skywalker. 
I, I misheard you for a second. I thought you said like sixth scale, like Star Destroyer. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> it takes up. It's the size of your house. How many house. kilometers yeah. is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's the entire. It's just a football field. It's the field. size of a, it's a whole town. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Here you uh, go. Got a place to park it, I hope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines from uh, Star Trek, one of the movies, when they came back to Earth and he goes, don't forget where we parked it because it was like, on, on a football field, but the funny th- the the joke was then they turned it invisible so you couldn't see it. Uh, but it was like don't forget where we parked it. Like you couldn't see this giant spaceship sitting in, in a, on a football field. Which was that search for Spock? No, no. Uh, I think it was the fourth one. I don't know, remember. But anyway, so yeah, so there's a whole bunch of these um, black series and other action figures that you can get if you collect action figures. As you can tell, I'm not much of an action figure, but You're more, more a of a minifig and a Star Wars guy. Yeah. I had a student get me a, I think I told you maybe the for my birthday, just the little like 87 piece X-Wing. Oh, okay. Lego, it was rad. It was so cool. And like, I don't put together Lego all that often because that's my wife. That's okay. her territory and she's impatient with me. Okay. <laughs> and I'm impatient with myself when I build things, but it was just the right amount of things. Like it was small. Yeah. Like I was excited about putting things together. And as soon as I started getting frustrated that I put things backwards, like... I was almost done anyway. Right. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and that was the thing we were talking about with, I was talking to Trey about this. Like he was like, Oh, I want to get the giant uh, millennium Falcon or the giant. Uh, Does he have a spare $800? Right. Well, he, the money doesn't mean anything to him because when he says, I want to get it, he means I want I you, want to, you get to get it, it for, for me. me. Yeah. Right. Um, but he's the same way. Like even with this ship here, I, I was it was it's broken down into bags, right? You know, and I got through two of the four bags, and I was like, okay, I need a break. Yeah, um, but like that's like you know seven thousand pieces or something like that. Jeez. Like you're you're like, okay, this is going to take a month to yeah. do this, you know, because whatever. Uh, a key Deadpool three scene was based on Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, so Deadpool three is coming out. Yeah, uh, Stan Le- Stan Levy, the director of Marvel's upcoming Deadpool three. Revealed that a pivotal scene in the upcoming superhero film was based on Star Wars episode uh, f- f- four, six, six, Return of the Jedi. You sure? I'm six? sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five V one. Uh, in a story published by Esquire, it's Return of the Jedi in theaters. Because of this, he wanted to pl- pay homage to the film. I vividly remember the scene in which Luke is hiding from Vader in the Emperor's room, and Vader gives this speech that ends with, "If you will not turn to the dark side, then perhaps your sister will." It was dead quiet in the theater. Pin drops silent. Suddenly, Vader has pushed the wrong button. Luke comes screaming out of the shadows and just goes to town in a lightsaber battle against Vader. The way that felt, the 40 seconds of stillness from the audience, then the spectacular and emotion, the spectacle and emotion is seared not just in my eyeballs, but in my heart. He went on to explain, that's what makes cinema special in his mind. When the tone is singular, when the themes are resonant, when the experience is connected. When the audience is reminded that the world is far bigger than ourselves, it creates a forever memory. I think that's beautiful. That is pretty. Very pretty. <laughs> For one key scene in the movie, I said to my stunt and action team, guys, this is the Jedi moment. I pulled up that scene of Vader and Luke on the phone and and re-studied how it was photographed, how it was blocked, the framing of the tempo. The keen Star Wars fan will see the shot of my Deadpool movie that was inspired by the moment that I saw in a the theater decades ago. That's forever memory and a treasure. So when you go see Deadpool 3, look for the scene that was inspired by Star Wars. Interesting. That's pretty cool. I've never um, 
Sorry, I'm just trying to plug my phone in before it dies. Oh, I understand. All right, so let's see if ChatGTP can give us... Give me some Star Wars news. So Bard, Bard already gave me one that I saw. Um, okay. Oh, Timothy says- Zahn, uh, writer of the Thrawn novelizations. Yes. Uh, all three, six, nine of them. I didn't realize there's a second trilogy that I there's, hadn't read. Yeah, there's yeah, there's three um, separate trilogies. I started the set, the third trilogy. Um, and it's, it is good, but it's hard to get. Cause like it's, it's all about the Chiss uh-huh. and like his time rising in the Chiss Tennessee. So it was like no familiar anything. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just yeah. like him and like general Pharaoh and yeah. like, or, or Admiral Arlani. That's the one of them. But like, it's, it's harder to get into cause you're not right. Well, oh, did you I get to the part where they shipped them off yet? Off to, to the empire in the new, like the, in the, in yeah. the what's the name of that book? Is it this one? No, so that's so that's the second trilogy, right? So there's the thro- the original trilogy, right? The one with the uh, Jerush Sabaoth, right? Then there's that trilogy, which is that one, the one with Anakin, yeah, and then the the third one where it's uh, yeah, that one, treason. Yes, that's the third one in that trilogy. Yes, in the first then, trilogy. In the second trilogy. In the second trilogy. And then there's the third trilogy, which is essentially a prequel. It's right. the... Uh, I have it in my Audible. Um, anyway, it's it's set before he, he even goes to the the Empire. Not a hair to the Empire. No, that's the that's the old one. Okay. It's the Thrawn Ascendancy um, trilogy. Okay. So the first book is called Thrawn Ascendancy. I'm I'm pretty sure I read that also. Yeah, so that's it's it's I've I've enjoyed it. Uh, I just like the way he writes. Um, but Timothy Zahn, who is pretty much been the definitive voice and mind behind Thrawn since his inception, because he created the character for yes. uh, the Heir to the Empire series. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out and backed the motivations of Thrawn and Ahsoka, and he's shown interest in writing more novels. Um, so I'd be really interested to see where that goes. Yeah, I really enjoyed his writing. Yep. I enjoyed his writing, and I also enjoyed uh, John Jackson Miller, who we had on the show. I enjoyed his writing as well. Um, both of them have a very uh, edgy feel to it, I guess. Sure. Like So, yeah, they're very interesting. Um, so ChatGPT says, I'm sorry, but I don't have access to real-time information on the Internet. My knowledge is up to date only until January 2022. Bard. Bard. Is way in the lead right now. Yeah, I'm Bart's saying because this is because this is a news article from. Let's see. He says, "Yeah, that's right. I read somewhere today that Chat GPT only goes up to 2022." Um, yeah, this is a news article from very recently. Like I just read about this the other day. So, Bart okay. is well, winning. Tell us all. Tell us that article. Um, all right, if I can find it, because like now I click on it and it's like, let's say, there it is. Oh, I got. Okay, go ahead. I have a. Quick story to also tell. So, in summary, let's see. Silence is always yeah, good. Yeah, I know. Um, it's StarWars.net, the cantina to StarWars.net. Uh, it says uh, that uh, season one of Ahsoka has come and gone. Since then, much discussion has been leveled at Thrawn and whether he used he was used to perfection for his live action debut. Timothy Zahn has weighed in on the debate. Um, so apparently it says 
there's a sort of thread on Twitter that you can look at um, about how the Thrawn trilogy got off the ground, a set of books that largely kept Star Wars in the public zeitgeist in the 1990s. Um, after reiterating past comments in regards to how well Dave Filoni knows the character, Zahn briefly explained his view on why Thrawn seeks to bring his version of the Empire back with him from Peridia. In summary, Zahn said that everything flows from his motivation to help the Chiss Ascendancy. He believes the New Republic won't be able to support that goal, so bringing the Empire back is the only way. Um, uh, he didn't go further uh, than that in explaining the other potential plot holes in Ahsoka. Um, but not to fear, because the author said that he is more than willing to explore them if Lucasfilm called. Um, Thrawn Ascendancy Trilogy only came out because, according to Zahn, Felonia had Ezra and Thrawn in his basement and unavailable for play. <laughs> that time is over. Zahn is seemingly salivating at the idea of getting back with his blue guy in that nine-year gap between Rebels and Ahsoka, revealing how quickly he'd get in the pitch meeting. It's a 10-hour drive from my house to Lucasfilm. I would do it in eight. Whatever Filoni <laughs> wants, I will write it, and you will like it. <laughs> I will write it, and you will like it. That's true. I probably will like it. Yep. So uh, I guess we can maybe think that you know that nine-year gap we might not see what Thrawn was doing on the screen but we might get some right. like some insight in some Timothy Zahn books about like how awesome. he got hooked up with the uh the Night Sisters yeah. you know what is Peridia why why do they have giant statues of the the Mortis gods uh-huh. so it'd be cool if how did Timothy Thrawn could, put yeah. on weight how like why didn't did he just stop exercising why did he stop did exercising he really let himself go? <laughs> why did he let himself go did they not have P90X <laughs> on Peridia did his, his subscription to P90X wore out yeah. he didn't <laughs> his credit card wouldn't go to to a different galaxy. Yep. Uh, that's pretty funny. We've all been there, right? Yes, we have. Um, this past weekend, I don't know if you know of this thing called NASCAR. No, NASCAR. NASCAR. It's French. Uh, <laughs> did you see uh, uh, Talladega Nights? Yes. <laughs> I'm. I used to race with Formula Un. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Was a uh, Borat? It was it? Borat. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I slap you with my glove. Uh, but anyway. One. It's one of those movies I had to watch more than once to enjoy. Yeah. Like the first yeah. time I watched it, I'm like, what the hell is this? And the second time I'm like, it was ridiculous. Can't, like uh, what was the? It's a lot of Will Ferrell the movies. Shim, yeah, this um, Shake and Bake. Shake and Bake. Shake and That's Bake. Right. You shake and then I bake. And then uh, the other guy, uh, uh, what's his sidekick's name? He's he was in Guardians of the Galaxies also. Yeah, um, I forget his name. Though. But anyway, he's like, don't you think? What if one time you shook and then I baked? And he's like, but then I won't win. He goes, yeah, you know, maybe I could win one, but then I don't win. <laughs> um, but yeah, but anyway, so with this NASCAR, um, this past weekend was championship weekend, and the. Uh, Columbia Pictures teamed up with NASCAR. They put a wrap on Bubba Wallace's car, uh, which was supposed to look like a, it was a Star Wars themed car wrap. It's supposed to look like a like an X-wing fighter. They said um, it's silver. It has some uh, maroon on it, which is kind of like breaking. If it didn't say Star Wars on the hood, I wouldn't have pictured it to be an X-Wing fighter by any chance. Okay. Um, and then they were also talking about the company landed on Luke Skywalker's X-Wing flight suit. So Bubba Wallace wore X-Wings. His flight suit looked like um, his his 
fire suit looked like it was orange and white oh, to like kind the, of look like, like the rebel like the rebel pilot flight, pilot, suit? flight yeah. suit yeah um so Columbia Lifelong uh, Lucasfilm collaborator has released Star Wars themed collection every year since 2016 2016 bringing in universe looks to its familiar outer one the company landed on Luke Skywalker's X-Wing flight suit as the inspiration for 2023's range which Columbia will be launching uh, December 1st so you can get a Columbia jacket that will be orange which will be awesome uh, which unexpectedly led to another collaboration, one that with NASCAR, we have a relationship with Bubba Wallace, who races for Team 23XI, which is Michael Jordan's race team. Uh, and Columbia is one of the primary sponsors of the team. So they wrapped the car, gave it with, uh, supposed to look like an X-Wing. And then there's another car on the, I didn't think it looked like an X-Wing. It was silver. In the back of it, it has two, like, looks like, uh, jet decals on the back, sure. and then there's like silver with some panels and stuff on it to kind of make it look like racy or whatever. Um, if you would have just shown me this without the word Star Wars on it and said, What are they going for? I would have never yeah. got it. Um, but they were also talking about they didn't do it. His helmet does look like the um, the pilot's helmet, the paint job on his helmet does look like the pilot's helmet, but they were also saying that they were going to do they didn't. Um, but there's two cars in the team that are owned by 23 X I, whatever it is. So they were going to have one was an X wing and the other one was going to be a tie fighter. Um, they, I guess they didn't do that. They only did just the X wing cause I didn't see hmm. anything about the tie fighter, but, uh, yeah, so they, they did that. And then one more thing that I want to do, I just saw this on star wars.com and I want to see you this, we'll use this for next year. Okay. It's a quiz. Here we go. Which uh, Star Wars character should you be for Halloween? Okay. So are you ready to take the quiz? Listen, if I were any more ready, I'd have bells on. You would have bells on. Go, take the quiz. How much time would you like to spend getting yeah. ready? Very little, a few days, a couple of weeks. I started planning last year. I'm not much of a planner. So very little? Yeah. All right, so we'll go with very little. How do you feel about wearing masks? I love them. I want one I can remove. Maybe a helmet. They're not for me. Somewhere between fine and the anti-maskers. I want one of the anti-maskers. Somewhere in between (laughs) those. Not quite as bad as those guys, but you know. I'm not going to still wear one, but I'm not. I wasn't opposed to wearing one in 2020. But when they told me I could take it off, I was like, yes, please. I'm taking it off. So we'll do go with maybe a helmet. Yeah. I wear one for my bike all the time. There you go. Who do you celebrate Halloween with? My family, my children, my friends alone. Well, now it's my child. Yes. So. Oh, we'll go with my, which is funny because my family and my children are very similar. But anyway, which color dominates your closet? Black, earth tones, it's a rainbow, or primary colors? I like earth tones. Earth tones. What's your favorite Halloween activity? Candy. Bobbing for apples. Candy. Decorating pumpkins. Candy. Trick-or-treating. Candy. All right, I'm going with trick-or-treating. The last one was sitting on Which the porch. Which is funny because I actually, like, the act of trick-or-treating gives me great social anxiety. Walking up to a person I don't know's house and knocking on the door and asking for free stuff. Asking for free that's, stuff? That's not something that's great for me. <laughs> but I do like candy. What's the perfect piece of Halloween decor? A jack-o'-lantern named Lewis, a black cat, dancing skeletons, or ghosts? Uh, I'm going to pick the jack-o'-lantern because it's so freaking oddly specific. Yes, I was thinking that. It's very specific <laughs> that there's a jack-o'-lantern. If it was just a jack-o'-lantern, I would not have picked no, it. No, but because it's named for Lewis. Lewis. Yes. Yeah. How scary do you intend to look? Ghoulish, fearsome, not scary at all. I prefer something pretty. 
Let's go with fearsome. Fearsome. Not ghoulish, but fearsome. What type of character do you usually choose to dress up as? Stormtrooper, Jedi, a classic monster, or something punny? Uh, probably something punny. Something punny. What's your favorite Halloween treat, candy? Candy. I'm not even going to ask you the rest of them. What are you giving out at your house? Candy, apples, <laughs> toothbrushes, or books? <laughs> I got to tell you, this Halloween, uh, <laughs> I was closing the shades and sitting Turning while the lights people off. knocked. Yeah. Like, th- you got to know when the, the porch light is off, uh-huh. what, th- what are you doing knocking? Yeah, what are you knocking now with the like, lights off? Yeah. So, uh, candy. Candy. But, like. Okay, you should dress up as Grogu. Oh, that's terrible. You prefer to have your Halloween fun with friends, which makes dressing up as Grogu the perfect addition to any ma- to any Mandalorian costume clan. Didn't we just talk about a helmet? Yeah, your favorite Mando may even agree to shuttle you around all night in a satchel. <laughs> or well, can we go to a Halloween party next year? And you could be Mando, I'll be Grogu, and you have to carry. I have me to carry you in, in a satchel. satchel? Yeah. <laughs> Or or I could be IG twelve. That's right. And then I'll put You'll you. In, I'll have to put you in a baby born, and I'll be IG twelve. There we go. Can you imagine right. carrying me in a baby born the whole night? Uh, no, not even a little bit. I don't even want to carry uh, your daughter in a baby born the whole night. Yeah, she's getting big. She is getting big. All right. So that is that. So that's the end of news. I've had enough of news. Um. So why did Anakin Skywalker cross the road? <laughs> I feel like I just heard this, and I forget already. Why? To get to the dark side. To get to the dark These side. Are some, this is some of Bard's Star Wars jokes. Okay. Right? Uh, why did Luke Skywalker keep his hair tied up in buns? Luke Skywalker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what I love. Yep. This is what I love about <laughs> exactly. ChatGPT or even Bard, that it's yep. slightly off. Yep. Uh, uh, why does Luke Skywalker <laughs> keep his hair tied up in, uh, in, in buns? buns? <laughs> uh, so it wouldn't hang so low. What do you call a bounty hunter from the South? What do you call a bounty hunter from the South? Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett. Oh, did you see the one today? It was in uh, Sacred Jedi text. Um, Jeb. <coughs> do you know who Jeb Clampett is? Yeah. From the, from the Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Jed? Jed. Jed Clampett. Yeah, it was like Jed, I... Master or something like that, and it was Jed Clampett Clamp with a with a lightsaber. Yeah, it was pretty funny. What do you call a female Mandalorian? What do you call a female Mandalorian? A woman Mandalorian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which Star Wars character travels around the world? Which Star Wars character travels around the world? Globy One Kenobi. Oh, these are bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why are doctors? Why do? Why are doctors make the best Jedi? <laughs> Why are doctors make the best Jedi? Who's, who's saying that Yoda? Yeah, right. Because a Jedi must have patience. Mm, mm-hmm. And finally, how do you get down from a Bantha? How do you get down from a Bantha? <laughs> you can't even get it out. <laughs> you don't. You get down from a goose. Oh my gosh! I don't get it. Down feathers, like a like a down jacket oh, is goose feathers. Okay, <laughs> that's actually pretty good. I actually like that. I thought it was just being so. You could you could use that for anything. Then yeah, how do you good. get down from an elephant? You don't. You, you get, get down, down from, from a, goose. a goose. That's just lazy. Uh, that is lazy joke writing, joke writing there. How dare they? Demerits. That's oh, all right. Trey is facetiming me. Uh oh. Tell him he's on the show. 
You're on Bantha Milk Podcast. How how can I help you? That's how we do it on Bantha Milk Podcast. We accept phone calls. He hung up immediately. <laughs> That's he, usually how people respond. He's like, no. Nope. All right. Well, we need a commercial on here. We've been rambling on about dumb news. For, yeah, we're almost for, done with a freaking. Yeah, wow. forty-two minutes in. Let's hit a commercial real fast, and then we'll find out who shot first, Han Solo or Greedo, and then we'll do a quick top ten inspired something from ChatGPT. After these commercial breaks. And we're back. We need, oh, uh, tell tell Bard to write you a uh, funny Star Wars commercial. Boom. Boom. All right, Bard, what do you got? Oh, wow, it's even giving me characters. Yeah, this is it's fun when they do that. Oh, this is long. Holy crap. All right. I had to write the commercials for me. They were like two minutes long. I said, write a 30-second commercial. It was yeah, like two minutes long. Okay. So, so it starts on Tatooine during the day. <laughs> a young boy, Anakin, is playing with a toy lightsaber saber in the desert. He's pretending to be a Jedi Knight battling against an imaginary enemy. Anakin, with a jo- voice like James Earl Jones, come at me, stormtrooper. Anakin <laughs> swings his wi- lightsaber wildly, but he trips and falls into a sand dune. Ow! Anakin sits up and rubs his head. He looks around and sees a group of other kids staring at him. You fell. You're not a Jedi. Anakin gets up and dusts himself off. I am. I'm just in training. The other (laughs) kids just laugh and walk away. Anakin looks down at his toy lightsaber to himself. I'll show them. I'll be the best Jedi ever. Scene end. Star Wars, the galaxy far, far away, where anyone can be a hero or a loser. (laughs) Scene two. Death Star Day. (laughs) A group of stormtroopers are marching in formation. They're all wearing white helmets and carrying blaster rifles. Stormtrooper 1. Did you hear about the new cafeteria food? Stormtrooper 2. Oh, yeah. What's it like? Stormtrooper 1. It's like chewing on tinfoil. Ha, 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 ha. I'm sure it's not that bad. It is. I tried it yesterday. I had to spit it out. I guess I'll just stick to my usual ration pack. End of scene. What is this commercial for? The bad guys have to eat. (laughs) Scene start. Millennium Falcon, day. Han Solo is sitting in the co-pilot seat, drinking a cup of coffee. Chewbacca is sitting next to him, growling and making noises. What is it, Chewie? (laughs) Are you hungry? (laughs) Chewbacca nods. Well, you're in luck. I just happen to have a spare granola bar. (laughs) Han reaches into his bag and pulls out a granola bar. He hands it to Chewbacca, who takes it and devours it in one beat. Or in one bite. (laughs) There you go. All better? Chewbacca nods and pats Han on the back. Star Wars. Even the most ferocious Wookiees need a snack now and then. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. There's like four more of these. I'm not sure what they're what they're trying to sell. So, okay. So I'm going to read mine. Yeah. And then you um, think of something to have it sell because that's what they were doing with, uh, with the uh, – not scraping the bolt. The Supreme Resort guys. Okay. It was like uh, – Lightning McQueen was doing a commercial for for Pop Secret. I see. So like, do it do it for I like. See. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. So mine wasn't for anything specific either. I just said the same thing. Uh, write a funny Star Wars commercial. Scene: A bustling spaceport on a distant planet. We see groups of aliens huddled around a futuristic vending machine. Narrator in an epic voice: In a galaxy far, far away. And to our hero, a quirky droid named R two Vend two. Oh, I get it because he's a vending machine. Sure. Sporting a bow tie and a top hat. R2 Ventu, beeping and whirling. Beep, beep, boop. Translation, are you tired of using the force to quench your thirst? The aliens nod in agreement. Narrator, 
Introducing the revolutionary Galactic Quencher vending machine. Satisfy your thirst, you will. The vending machine lights up with a holographic menu showcasing a variety of quirky Star Wars-themed beverages. Alien 1 pointing at the holographic menu. Look, they have Chewbacca coffee. That's pretty good. Alien 2 excited and Yodelicious green tea. An alien toddler, toddler holds up a cup with a straw. Alien toddler. Baby Yoda size drinks too. Narrator, but wait, there's more. R2 Ventu rolls over to a frustrated Wookiee who's trying to reach the top row. R2 Ventu beeping, beep, beep, poop. Translation, no more stretching like a Wookiee for your drink. R2 Ventu adjusts his height to help the Wookiee. Wookiee happy. Grrr. Narrator, with our adjustable serving height, everyone can reach their favorite star sips. Uh, it's almost done. Cut to a group of stormtroopers happily sipping their beverages. Now, how can stormtroopers sip their beverages with their helmets Certainly on? Certainly not happily. Not happily, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, here we go. This answers the question. Stormtrooper 1, removing helmet. Uh, I can finally enjoy a drink without taking off my helmet. And the Stormtrooper 2, no more helmet hair, which we've discussed about how Bo-Katan, every time she sure. took her hat off, she had perfect hair. The vending machine dispenses a drink with flourish with a flourish, and R2 Ventu makes a victory spin. R2 Ventu enthusiastically beep beep boop. Translation: Order now, you must. Narrator: The Galactic Quencher vending machine, bringing the force of refreshment to a galaxy near you. The aliens cheer and line up to make their selection as R2 Ventu rolls away with style. May the thirst be with you. Okay, I got to tell you, I, I think ChatGPT wins this one. Okay, good. Finally, ChatGPT, you get your first yeah, win. I think ChatGPT wins this one. <laughs> All right, so, uh, introduction, Chewbacca's hideout day. Chewbacca is sitting on the floor surrounded by empty ration bars. He's bored out of his mind. Are you tired of eating nothing but ration bars? <laughs> <laughs> then you need to come to Blockbuster. Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster is the place to go for all your food needs. We have a huge selection of snacks, drinks, and even meals to choose from. Uh, did you, from. I'm guessing you told <laughs> us to go to Blockbuster. I did. <laughs> and we have it all at unbeatable prices. Chewbacca grabs his bowcaster and runs out the door. <laughs> Blockbuster, where hunger goes to die. Text on screen, Blockbuster, be there or be bored. Oh, my goodness. Well, obviously, Bard doesn't know what Blockbuster actually sold. Clearly not. No, that is really funny. All right. So All right. I go. asked it a very important question. The question of who shot first, Han or Greedo, has been a topic of debate and controversy among Star Wars fans for many years. In the original 1977 release of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, Han Solo and Greedo have a confrontation in the Moss Eisley Cantina. Han shoots Greedo first without provocation, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. However, in the 1997 special edition re-release of the film and subsequent releases, George Lucas made a change to the scene, altering it so that Greedo shot at Han first when Han returns fire in self-defense. This change has been a point of contention among fans. Many fans prefer the original version where Han shot first because it portrayed Han Solo as a more morally ambiguous and self-preserving character, whereas the altered version depicted him as more of a hero taking action in self-defense. The debate over who shot first reflects the broader discussion around George Lucas's alterations to the original Star Wars trilogy in later releases. 
So I said, one word answer only. Who shot first? Han or Greedo? <laughs> That's awesome. And, he's, and Bard said Han. Oh, so. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, because I too got a very long answer right. and I asked and I was like, no. No, I don't want a long answer. Stop sitting on a fence. You're not a politician. One word <laughs> Just answer. Just one word go. answer. And to Bard's credit, Bard takes the cake over politicians on this one. Because I said one word answer, I got a one word answer. You got a one word answer. It wasn't like, well, let me tell you. Yeah, right. Well, what I'm, no, what I'm trying to tell you what is I'm this. Trying what to I'm tell saying you. is it. Yeah. But first, let me explain the commercial that you just heard. Yeah. And then, yeah. And uh, then I need my equal time. Yeah, I'm they supposed to say minutes. a couple words out loud first, right? So, uh, troops, America, <laughs> freedom, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, okay, we got them all. We got them all. Go. Now, let me tell you what I want to actually say. Um. <laughs> Let's do a top 10 of something. Right. What do you want to do? Star Let's go Wars. For top 10. Give me your top 10 uh, least known Star Wars characters. Least known Star Wars characters. All right. All right. Star so. Wars is known for its vast array of characters, and while many of them have become iconic, there are also numerous lesser-known characters who have made appearances in various Star Wars media. Here's a list of the 10 of the least-known Star Wars characters as my last knowledge updated January 2022. So, Do you have an introductory paragraph? Or it just does says, it just here are right 10 lesser-known Star Wars characters. Okay. I have... Uh, this is a good one. Are you starting from 10 or 1? Uh, I'll start at 10. I don't sure. know if it's... If it's uh, yeah, I was ranked, but okay. But I'll start at ten. I have Timito Pelagis. Yeah, I think yours is already going to beat mine. A pod racer from the Phantom Menace, who is one of these lesser known racers in the film. Do you have him anywhere? Mm, what was his name? Timito Timo T E E M T O Timto. No, I don't have Timto. Timto. No. Okay. Uh, I have Gar Saxon. Gar Mandalorian Saxon. warrior who's a member of the Imperial Super Command. Um, nope, I don't have him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have, oh, this is a good one. Hondo Onaka. Hondo. That is a good one. I don't yeah. have Hondo. On you don't have Hondo. A pirate character featured in the Star Wars The Clone Wars. So funny thing about Hondo. He is in uh, Galaxy's Edge when yeah, you go sure. into the, so if he's not working, if he's, if his hydraulics are leaking or something, or I don't know why he wouldn't be working. Oh, he's an animatronic. He's an animatronic. Okay. Yeah. So when you walk in to do the uh, the Kessel Run, when you're doing the um, Millennium Falcon ride, when you're, you're waiting in this one room and he's there and he's an animatronic, he's telling you blah blah blah. I'm I'm Hondo Onaka and whatever. Um, we went through it. It was a good Hondo, by the way. It was. Thank you. We went through it like four times the one day, and uh, lines were like super short. Uh, and two of the times there was just a box where he used to be. And then he was like on a video screen in the background. Ah, so that was the B reel. I see. Um, Interesting. And, and uh, we finally, the f last two years ago when we went for like one day and we went on the galactic uh, Stark, not the, not the galactic Star Cruiser, but the other ride when we went on the other ride, um, the a run was broken. There was one scene where, um, Kylo Ren's lightsaber comes down from the ceiling and cuts a hole out and stuff oh, like cool. that. Um, that was not working when we went through l two years ago, but when we went through last summer, it was working. So I got to see both the B and the A. So it was pretty neat. All right. So that was Hondo is my number nine. Who's your number nine? Pre Vizsla. 
Oh, I think I have him. Mandalorian warrior who's the leader of Death Watch, a group of Mandalorian extremists. He was a skilled warrior and a ruthless leader. Now you have uh, more current people than I do. That's interesting. Previsla. He's a good one. I like yeah. him. Number uh, eight. Number eight, CZ3, a protocol droid with a minor role in A New Hope. It is often overshadowed by more famous droids like C-3PO and R2-D2. Sure, sure. All right. I have Barris Offie. No, nope, I definitely don't Jedi have... Knight who is known for her healing abilities and compassion for others. <laughs> that is not what she is known for. <laughs> she was known for murdering people in, at the Jedi Temple and bombing it. Come well, on here, I mean, it depends when you're. She looking. was a says she was a trusted friend of Ahsoka Tano and Anakin Skywalker until she killed them. Until you know <laughs> she she tried to frame Ahsoka for for murder and right. you know all that stuff, all, all that good stuff. So yeah. anyway, anyway, number seven, Salacious B. Crumb. Oh, that's a good one. I don't yeah. have him either. Uh, a Koalakian monkey lizard. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, often seen perched on Jabba the Hutt's throne in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that was a good. That's, that was yeah, actually was pretty, pretty good. That's what I tried there. Okay. Uh, number seven, Quinlan Voss. No, <laughs> a Kifar Jedi Master who was a skilled. These are actually pretty good. Skilled Jedi warrior and powerful Force wielder. He was known for his unorthodox methods and fierce independence. Uh, he was in Clone Wars. Uh, he actually got married or two or fell in love with. Um, uh, who's the Night Sister Sith? Uh, trained was Dooku's apprentice. Oh, I, I don't remember. Uh, Asajj Ventress. Oh uh, yeah, Asajj. Okay, he yeah. married her. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, like Asajj went like became a good guy, and then okay. he turned to the dark side. But Asajj brought him back, but then Asajj died. It was a whole thing. Was anyway. that in a book or in one of the series? I think that was in Clone Wars. I think it was in Clone Wars. I re- yeah. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number six, Jocasta New. Ah, that's a good. A one. Jedi librarian seen briefly in Attack of the Clones, known for her role in the Jedi Archives. Yeah. This one's pretty obscure. I'm actually surprised it knows my number six. Um, Ahsoka Tano. Togruta, who is a former Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. She was a skilled Jedi Knight and known for her bravery and her compassion. I think I'm winning. I think yeah. mine are... Honestly, my... like, like Quinlan's Voss, great. Barris, and then it's like, the rest, some of these are just like, are you serious? Yeah, you're like, you're not... Uh, Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. You're not uh, uh, lesser known characters. No, Sukatana is pretty well known. Pretty well known. Yeah. When you have uh, a, an entire Disney Plus series with your name as the title, I, I think you can be left off of lesser lesser known. Lists. Yeah. Uh, number five, Sai Snoodles. Sai Snoodles. Um, Sly Snoodles, right? It's Sai. It just says S Y. Oh, okay. I mean, it could be Sly. Let's they, see. I could be wrong. Yeah. No, this could be wrong. Also, a member of the Max Rebo band in Return of it the is Jedi. Sai. Sai she Snoodles. is the lead vocalist and puppet like. Uh, Alarii, Alarii cool. is the name of her species, apparently. Sure. So cool. it is Sai. At least yeah. they had the name right. Yeah. Uh, number another pretty uh, obscure <laughs> one here. Luke Skywalker, Mon Mothma. Ma- uh, really? <laughs> a human who was the leader of the Rebel Alliance. She was a skilled diplomat and charismatic politician, and played a key role in the formation of the New Republic. So you know, obscure. Very obscure. Yeah, she was very obscure. Nobody knows much about her. Yeah. Ellen. E-L-A-N. Ellen DeGeneres. That's very obscure Star yeah, Wars. so obscure. She doesn't even know she was in the Star That's Wars right. universe. Uh, Sleaze Bagano, known for Wait. his... Oh, I have that one on my list. Do you have yeah, it? Yeah, Elon, Elon, Elon Sleaze Bagano. Yeah. yeah. This is my number four. What number this is, is my number you? three. Okay. okay. That's our first one we've had on the we same gotta, list. We got a match, yeah. yeah. Uh, known for his brief encounter with Obi-Wan Kenobi in Attack of the Clones while he tries to sell death sticks. Yeah. See, mine says, a Snivian who was a pod racer and a gambler. He was known for his flamboyant personality and his reckless driving style. Oh, okay. Now we know. Now we know. 
Um, that was my number three. That was my number four. But my number four was Durga the Hutt. Oh. A Hutt who was the head of the Kabish branch of the Hutt clan. He was a powerful crime lord who was known for his ruthlessness and his love of luxury. Does it say what he was in? No. Oh. It doesn't. Durga the Hutt. Durga the Hutt. My number three is Elephant Mon. Elephant Mon? A unique looking alien character briefly shown in Return of the Jedi working as a member of Jabba the Hutt's gang. I think that's the. Uh, or not elephant, Ephant, Ephant? E-P. E-P-H-A-N-T. I think Ephant he's the- Mon. Oh. Is he the blue guy that plays the piano? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. All right. Interesting. Now you know what his name is. Um, Okay. My number three was Ilan Sleesbagin. Okay. Um, but my number two is Barrett Lair. Nope. Feline was a member of the Black Sun Crime Syndicate. He was a skilled pilot and marksman, and he was known for his ruthlessness. A lot of them are, apparently. i got to look him up. I don't know who that is. Barrett Lair. Barrett Lair. Uh, my number two is Amana Man. Amana Man. Amana Man. Amana Man. There's a lot of A's and M's in here. A-M-A-N-A-N-A-N. Amana Man. A strange alien character who appeared briefly in Return of the Jedi as part of Jabba the Hutt's palace entourage. I think, was he the... The guy looked like an ant. I don't know. A monoman. A monoman. There it is. Yeah, this guy looks like a weird little lizard. Oh, it looks dude. like a lizard, like almost like a weasel and a lizard combined. A weasel lizard. A weasel lizard. Well, that's what they called me in high school. <laughs> that's my band name. That's right. Uh, and my number one again. I guess I would. I could consider this lesser known. That's fine, especially you know not to us, but like to regular people. Lobot. Oh, okay. A Pawan cyborg who served as administrator of Cloud City and Bespin. He was a close friend of Lando and played a key role in the events of The Empire Strikes Back. Mine also was on Bespin. Will Rowe Hood. Oh, that's a good first one. Yeah, that's a good yeah, first I, one. I think ChatGPT wins the top I 10. I think so. Yeah, sure. I definitely think ChatGPT wins. It's briefly seen in Empire Strikes Back. He's often referred to as the ice cream maker guy due to the prop he carried. And I love his whole story that it was just like a whatever. And then the fans like loved him, so they created a whole so backstory happens, for him. Um, which is pretty funny. Star Wars fans trip. They sure do. They sure do. And that is that is your top 10 random crap from uh, <laughs> from, from ChatGPT Chat and, and Bard. And Bard, yeah. Uh, about Star Wars. So I think Bard won the first half of the show, but then ChatGPT Chat really pulled it together. Pulled it together at the end. They, they, had, they a had a solid a, second half. Yeah, they're, they're a yeah. second half team. I, I, think, I think Coach, you know, during, went in the locker room during the, during yep. the half and really, you know. I gave him a good talking them, to yeah. and inspired him and, yeah. and, and, and talked him up. And Meanwhile, Bard took it for granted. When, Bard like, was like, got this in the bag, guys. Let's cut the check. What are we doing tomorrow? Who are we facing tomorrow? <laughs> the no one now. Thanks, this Bart. one is done. We already we already beat these guys, so we don't need to continue for the second half. Tell as old as time. Yep. Bard pulled out their starters, and we're like, we're good. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you you win some, lose some, and I hope that's right. Bard learned something today. <laughs> I hope so. Um. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us for one of the more uh, research uh, heavy episodes <laughs> and research by other people oh, sure, by yeah. two computers, not us. Listen, man, this was this was a successful uh, foray into the new podcast world. We're, I'm just gonna have Bard up on my second screen from now on. We'll yeah. Just ask Bard questions. Yeah. We should have a segment on our show. Uh, AI ch- uh, chimes in, and you know. Oh, let's see if uh, while you're doing that, let me see if they can come up with uh, trivia questions. Oh boy, this is what we want. Four Star Wars trivia questions. Oh, he even given a number. Four of them. Yeah. They better be freaking good. Four. You only get four. Yes. Okay. One. What is the name of the Wookiee homeworld in Star Kashyyyk. Wars universe? Come on now. Very good. 
uh, that's interesting. And then, so he asked the questions, but then he says, feel free to test your Star Wars knowledge, and then I can provide the answers. So I now would have to ask him, what are the answers? Uh, in Star Wars Episode Four, excuse me, A New Hope, what is the call sign of Luke Skywalker's X-Wing fighter during the attack on the Death Star? Uh, it's Rogue... That's going to annoy me. Red 5. Red 5. Red five. Yeah. That's the name of my bike. I was going to say, you, <laughs> you should have popped that one up right yeah, away. Right? Who is the actor behind the mask of Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy? David Prowse. What is the name of the bounty hunter who is frozen in carbonite and taken to Jabba the Hutt in Star Wars Episode uh, 5, The yes. Empire State Strikes that, Back? That famous bounty hunter that was frozen uh, in carbonite. What was that guy's name? I think uh, it was, was it Will Rowhood? Was yeah. it, oh, who was the... Boba who, Solo? Is Boba that Solo. Who was... And hint, it is not Toro Calican. No, are you sure it's it not Toro Calican? It is Calican? not Toro Calican. I'm betting it's Han Solo. No, I bet it might be Han hunter. Solo. Yeah, he's the only bounty hunter that we know, even though he's not a bounty hunter. Well, he was just a he was what was he was a what, smuggler a smuggler yeah, yeah he was spice a runner hunter, spice runner and smuggler and ne'er do well and he got his last name so funny th- I mean I know we've talked about it a thousand times but in the solo movie which I didn't mind I know no, some people it was a good did movie. I liked it I liked it when were you root I was rooting for him to get back together with what's her Kira. name Kira yeah with Kira I'm like oh maybe and, they'll get back together and then you realize I'm like wait a minute that won't work that, <laughs> I can't do that that doesn't work out <laughs> that doesn't work out you're like oh I see a future for them <laughs> really do you though do you do you though oh boy uh, alright well from Toro Calican and Bard yes and chat gpt and, and, Rob, the, and me the sole uh host of this podcast the only host of this podcast the only one i'm the host and there's uh I'm just nick the plucky he, sidekick. He, com- he comes around and just throws in some comments yeah. every once in I'm a essentially, while essentially what's the uh what's the girl who sits robin the quivers yeah, you're robin. the robin quivers robin. this you're, is the rob spear Stern. show <laughs> That's right. welcome to the rob spear talk show oh boy yeah well uh uh, on behalf of Rob and everyone here, everyone else here, you could even be. Uh, oh, who was the other guy? Um, who's the one that did all the sound effects? Fred. Know. Fred. Fred. You could be Fred. Right, yeah, you could either you be Fred or Robin, or actually, How about you know Robin? what? Yeah, I was gonna say you're so good that you could be, be both. Robin. Of them. You're Robin. All right. Well, I'm Rob, and that's Robin. Before before ChatGPT recognizes the word Nick, it will put the word Robin. It will. Oh, it, it's hosted by Rob Spear and Robin. I'm gonna write articles all week just uh, just by Rob Spear and Robin. I love it. Yeah. All right. We've spoken. We have spoken.